What's up, Jammies? You know we love football and we love our sponsor, Barefoot Wine. You know, wine and football aren't that different. Sure, they can be complex, but enjoying them should be easy. And both are easier to enjoy with friends. Cheers. What's up, Jammies? Welcome back to another episode of Ricky's Ram Jam presented by Barefoot Wine. And this is a special episode. Why? Why, you may ask? Because your Los Angeles Rams have clinched a playoff berth. Let's go wine on deck for everyone. I feel like Oprah, like, you get a wine, and you get a wine, and you get a wine, and I got some wine right here. If you're watching the video version, not the audio, I'm holding up a beautiful bottle of Barefoot Pinot Grigio, which, okay, I'm a professional. I'm not going to crack into it mid-recording, but I am so pumped, and I know you are too. The Rams beat the Giants on New Year's Eve 26-25, to and we faced the Niners this weekend in Week 18. Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold? I'm low-key really excited for that matchup. It's going to be awesome. I teased last week about New Year's resolutions, and, and I didn't forget. Don't worry. Instead of re- you know, instead of resolutions every year, and I'm kind of looking off screen right now because I have my 2023 uh, words, which I have to erase, but I like to pick three words for myself instead. It feels like more authentic to me. And I don't want to show up and be like, oh, you know, now I'm going to go to the gym or whatever. And then that falls off. So I like to pick three words that I, you know, make top of mind going into the, to the 2024. So on New Year's Eve, I wrote them down in my notes app. And these are my three words, persistence, love, and optimism. So persistence. I want to keep working hard for what I want, reach for my goals, keep keep trying, making sure that I'm doing what I need to do and staying, you know, that being some routine and all of that. Love. We all need more love. And that's in every facet of our life. I want to give love to more strangers, give people the benefit of the doubt and really kind of work on just general love in 2024 and, and optimism. Sometimes I feel like we all can get kind of stuck in a rut and it's easy to be like, oh, you know, like not think the very best of people, which circles back to love, benefit of the doubt, optimism. I'm going to be optimistic for 2024. Let me know, Jammies, what your three words for 2024 are if, if you want to do it with me. It's really fun. This season, there's been a lot of talk about the Rams rookies and rightfully so who better to talk about these rookies than draft superstar daniel jeremiah he's an nfl network analyst he's the host of the move the sticks podcast with bucky brooks available wherever you listen to your podcast dj welcome and happy new year happy new year to you my friend it's great to see you um you're doing so a good. great job every time i come across stuff that you're doing it's always 100 first class same as always you're missed you're missed around the uh, network i can promise you that Oh, I know. I miss it too. But I do have to say, being being part of the Rams has been pretty special. Um, I guess I so. A, yeah, right. I've I've a couple, you know, buzzwords. Like I've seen you sort of in the in the media lately. Protein bars and Chipotle. Does that mean anything yeah. to you? Yeah, my wife's out of town. Um, <laughs> though my wife and kids are out of town. I've been in charge of my own uh, well being, which I never knew could upset people, but apparently yeah. it, it really did upset some folks on there. I'm like, look. Yeah. Technically, could I like, you know, make a steak? Yeah, no, but yeah, I'm not just gonna. I'm not gonna take the time to do that. I right. don't care enough to do that. So right. when I have Cheerios readily available, when Chipotle's two miles away, and when I have a refrigerator full full of barbell protein bars, why? Why? 
Why would Why I not? do anything other than that? Yeah, no. I think I think that that is a completely balanced diet, honestly. So I, I think you know, yeah, I get a little working. protein in there, a little, a little bit, maybe more fiber. When I really step back and look at it, <laughs> <laughs> DJ, I listened back to last year's show when you were on this very yeah. program, and you talked about the Rams' need for bolstering the O line and how deep the defensive mm-hmm. class was. They did that, and we'll get to that soon. But let's start at wide receiver, shall we? I, I don't. Mm-hmm. Someone. I mean, I know we have Cooper Cup. You know, it's Marcus Robinson's been having a good year. Uh, any Anyone else kind of been sticking out to you this season? Yeah. You know, oh, gosh, what is it? Uh, Nuka, Ruka, uh, Luka. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that Puka. Yeah, he's pretty good. Turns out he's yeah, pretty he's good. Yeah, he's pretty good. He he's been fun. Good. You know, I he was one of those guys where um, I, I liked him in the draft process, and we talked about it at the Senior Bowl. He, he came out to the Senior Bowl the first day, and nobody could cover him. And then he got hurt. And so we didn't get to see him like go through the rest of that process. So he was a little bit of a, of an incomplete evaluation because of some of the health stuff he'd had at mm. BYU. But you could just see in one day at the senior bowl watching him live. I'm like, okay, this guy can really run routes. He can really get open. Um, and you know, good, good on the Rams, good on Les and, and company and their personnel department for taking, you know, the, maybe the smaller sample size and buying in on it. Um, and, you know, the, one of the best, if not the best, rookie wide receiver seasons we've ever seen. It's incredible. Yeah, I saw. I actually saw a piece of your coverage from the Senior Bowl, and you said he was quick out of, in and out of breaks. And when you were talking about Puka, and I was like, how does it feel to be right all the time, DJ? Like, how does it feel? No, um, I wish, <laughs> trust me, this, is, uh, this would be a 50-hour show if I went through all the stuff I screwed up. And Technically, I wasn't right because, you know, I, he was in my top 150, but I should have had him, you know, he should have been in the top 10, you know, the yeah. way this is all shaken out and what he's done. So, uh, but again, always, you're always looking to kind of learn and, and, and kind of self-evaluate and, okay, what do we miss here? What, you know, what, what could I have done? And uh, with him, it's a couple of different things. Number one, at wide receivers has become a polished position. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Cooper Cup being there is another great example of somebody who was found later in the draft, but somebody who is incredibly polished. It's a toughness position, which I don't think is mentioned enough. Um, and you look at like if you just were to look at the leaders, the top 10 uh, leaders in yards and receiving in the NFL this year and find the one guy on there who's not tough, you won't find them. They are right. all physical and they're all tough. So we can get enamored with speed and you can get even enamored with kind of build and size. At the end of the day, if you're polished and you're tough and then you're smart, which is the secret sauce, you know, you're in, you're in good shape. Yeah, he's on the verge of breaking the rookie receptions and receiving yards record as a fifth round pick. What mm. I mean, he was the 20th receiver taken. What impresses you most about the season that he's had? Well, I mean, for for, you know, the early portion of the season when Cooper's not in there, and to establish yourself immediately, like not, you know, week seven, but immediately establish yourself as a go-to guy and to, you know, maybe more so than even the production to earn the respect of Matthew Stafford, uh, right. who's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, who's, you know, established himself as a premier player in this league. A lot of time, those guys like security blankets. They like things that they trust. They want to know that you're going to be where you're supposed to be. It's hard to earn that as a rookie. And he did it immediately. Like, I, I don't know that I've seen it, anything quite like it. It just was right now. He immediately was a, was like a savvy veteran week one. So do you think he will, he is the offensive rookie of the year? 
I think if CJ Stroud, you know, can win this next game and they get into the playoffs for a team that, you know, had the, he was a second overall pick telling you where that roster was before he got there. You know, look, the awards are always going to slant towards quarterbacks. So if he were to get them into the postseason, um, I think that's a pretty incredible accomplishment. And he'll have, even though he's missed a little bit of time, his statistics will, will be right up there as well. So I, I would probably say Stroud is the favorite. Um, but if they don't get in or he doesn't play well this week, I mean, I, how can you argue with what Puka's done? Yeah, you can't. Our defensive rookie of the year, Kobe Turner, has nine <laughs> yeah. sacks this season, tying Aaron Donald for the Rams' rookie record. What do you like most about the way he gets to the quarterback? Well, I, he, you uh, sent me on a little journey because when I knew we were going to be chatting, I went through and I said, okay, I know what I wrote about him. Uh, I know what I had in my notes, but what did I say about him when he got picked? And then, you know, so I went down the, the Google wormhole and was able to find, uh, I think it was actually on a Wake Forest site where they had actually pulled it. Oh. So I was like, okay, what did I say about him? And I said, well, he was, um, he was uh, undersized, incredibly quick. As an interior rusher, it's rare to be kind of loose and bendy. And I, you know, I said that they have, you know, the Rams kind of have a type, obviously. And what better person to learn from as somebody who's a little undersized, but quick, explosive and real loose than the quickest, most explosive, most loose interior pass rusher the league's ever seen. Right. Um, so it was a perfect marriage. I, I had, you know, when I watched him, I thought, OK, there's times where maybe power wise, even though he's kind of more compact that he, he stalled out in college. Not anymore. Uh, they've done a great job of developing that with his power. So now you've got the quickness, which he can win right away on the edge of a guard, on the edge of a center. But now he can, we like to talk about in scouting, he can kind of pry you open. He can kind of get your shoulder and really get your shoulders turned and pry, pry those shoulders with power. So, you know, when you're talking about an interior rusher and you think of leverage, power, quickness, that's a pretty good trio. Yeah. Byron Young, Steve Avila are another couple of rookies who have really enjoyed, mm -hmm. you know, successful rookie campaigns. Are these two players you see making a long lasting impact on, on both sides of the ball? Yeah, they're building blocks. Um, you know, with, with, look, with, with Turner getting um, nine sacks, I mean, that's ridiculous for a rookie interior rusher. That's crazy. But nothing to sneeze at. When you're Byron Young and you're a rookie and you're get, you've got seven sacks, that's a heck of a year. That's right. a great building block. There's guys that are picked in the top five that don't get seven sacks uh, in their rookie season. So that's a great launching pad for him uh, in his career. And I think he's a, is a building block going forward. And look, uh, Avila has been someone you can throw out there every single week at guard and he's been steady Eddie. There's a reason why they're running the ball so well, he can really move people and he can get up to the second level and do those things as well. Um, these are building block players for them. Uh, not just, Hey, we don't, we have, we have a need and you're the next warm body and we don't have anybody else to go play. Like these guys are establishing themselves as quality NFL starters and quality NFL contributors. Right. I, I don't need to, to list all of the accolades, but two players in the conversation for rookie of the year, both defense and offense. Is there a doubt in your mind that this is Les Snead's best draft class in his 12 seasons as the Rams GM? I think it's the best just considering, you know, where they found all these guys. And he's had other years. I mean, look, you know, Cooper and you can go through all the guys that he's picked and he's done a really nice job. This to me, top to bottom, um, knowing not the pressure on him, not having a, a high pick and knowing I, I know I need to hit on these picks long term. Like these guys have to come in and play now. Um, and I had a chance to visit with him on the phone maybe a month or so ago. And I was just curious. I said, what, what was the, uh, the common thread kind of uh, with these guys, because it's a lot to have this many guys get on there uh, and, and play and contribute right away. And he said it was a maturity. 
And mm. that's a word you don't often hear in scouting is maturity. And uh, these guys are ready to go. I mean, six and a half was the win total heading into the season. Rams are looking for win number 10 on Sunday. I want to hear your perspective on Coach McVay's coaching this season. Well, I think that when we talk about coaching, I was just talking to somebody about this. You can you can look at scheme. Okay, we've got a great scheme. Or then you've got, okay, well, he's the motivator. You know, he's got the rah-rah stuff. Um the, th- the aspect of coaching I think is the most uh, underappreciated is the development. Like, are you a teacher? Are your players getting better? Are you developing your players? And then how about your coaches? Are you developing your coaches? You're going to have coaches when you're successful leave and get other opportunities. Are you developing the next wave of coaches? Um, and they've done that. They've, they've developed both players and coaches as well as anybody else in the league. And I think Sean is the, you know, he is the point person for that. And if you were going to have a draft right now, and I, I'm not saying this because I'm on a Rams podcast. I'm saying it as uh, I really believe it. If you're going to have a draft of coaches in the NFL, Sean McVay would be the first pick. And it would be that way. I'd be shocked if anybody would tell you anybody else. Uh, yeah. I think it would be darn near unanimous with what he's done and what he's accomplished. We talk about this this team in, in general and what he's done and what Les and team have put together as well. The Rams will be on the road in a wild card round. Like, how dangerous can this team be in the postseason? Well, I, I always look at the postseason, Erica, and I say it's it comes down to quarterbacks and pass rush. Like, if you really want to simplify it, you know, can your quarterback elevate everybody, and then can you get to the quarterback on the other side? And I think the Rams have shown that they're pretty pretty good spot in both places. And you add into that, you know, championship experience on the coaching side. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody's lining up and excited to see the Rams uh, come to town here in the playoffs. So uh, I'm excited to see what they do. I think they're still as well as they've played and how they've, uh, you know, to me overachieved from, from definitely where the expectations were, as you mentioned earlier. Um, I'm excited to see if there's even another level they can get to. All right, DJ, before I let you go time now for the Ram jam, where I ask my guests the same three questions, rapid fire style. If you were about to have your last meal on earth, what would it be? Okay. You can go in a lot of different directions here. You can, yes. you can like fancy it up like, oh, it's this real expensive meal, but that's not it. This is your last meal. You want it, you want it to be something that you enjoy in so many different ways. So for me, it's just going to sound kind of weird, but there is a sandwich place that I grew up and I moved back down to where I grew up uh, a couple years ago. So there's a place called the Grinder. It's in El Cajon in the suburb of San Diego. It's a little hole in the wall, like sandwich, like hoagie place, right? Okay. But I've been going there since I was a little kid. So not only am I going to get a good flavor and it's got the best pepperoncinis on this, on the sandwich, I'm going to get a turkey sandwich and it's going to have those pepperoncinis, which are the money, but it's going to also, as you're getting ready to kick the bucket, it's going to bring back a lot of memories. Right. So you get the food aspect the of it, but they get the nostalgia. See, that's what's missing. You don't just go for flavor. You got to get a little more there. So I go with that as my, uh, that's my main course. I get it. Do I get a side and a dessert? Yeah, whatever. You, it's your last, it's your last meal. So choose. So I don't even know if this, I don't even know if claim jumper even exists anymore. Do you uh, know yeah. you ever see a claim jumper? There used to be one in Burbank that I would drive by, but I don't know if it's still. They exists. have shoestring. They ha- and I think I've seen one of them still. I know a bunch of them closed down. Maybe I'm, maybe they're all gone. But I, I'm holding out hope that there's one left because they have a shoestring fry that's fantastic. Okay. So that's going to be my side is uh, okay. some shoestring fries from Claim Jumper, assuming they still are in business. Right. Uh, okay. D- dessert wise, no brainer for me. It's the yellow cake with the chocolate frosting. I mean, okay. 
There's only one. There's only one. Yeah. Okay. Drink a, a cocktail or oh yeah a uh, yeah I'm a, you know yeah. I'm a diet coke guy yeah. uh, and I've 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 and I've recently tried to like do the do the water only thing so I'm gonna mm. appreciate that I don't want to die this week but I would really appreciate a diet coke I can tell you that yeah. okay yeah so in the future that diet coke will will feel great DJ if you could live in an amusement park shopping center or other fun place where would you choose and why I'm gonna go off the grid. Uh, and I've thought this through in the past and I really kind of really try to really try to narrow this down. I'd live in Costco. I really would. Costco has everything. You've got food options, plentiful, some of which are already in ready made form in the form of those little stands that they have with the little, little versions of it. So I've got all kinds of every type of food imaginable. Um, I've got entertainment. Right, they've got toys and and electronics. They've got lots of stuff to do to kind of to keep me busy there. I know they have a bathroom. I'm making a little bit of an assumption on the shower. <laughs> I'm assuming yeah. there's a shower for, some, but if not, they have hoses. Right? They, they have yeah. They have the outdoor, in the gardening like the department. Garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Beds, so and I can get kind of the inside outside. I can go to the garden area, get get my greenery, see all that, and you could people watch. You know, Absolutely. you want to just. Take one of those comfortable leather chairs, maybe not real leather, but you could sit in that thing and just people watch as they come through. I, you know, I've always said I have a plan. If life gets really in bad spot, the last two things I'm going to do, I was going to buy a gym membership, like a like prepay, like a three year gym membership. Okay, because there I know they have a shower. Yeah, uh, that's true. So I've got the shower and a Costco membership because I could just do samples, mm-hmm. survive off the samples, and then shower at the gym. It's not the it's that's my that's my emergency plan there. Yeah, I have asked this question to a lot of people and you'll be shocked to know you're not the first person to say Costco. Shut up. Mm-hmm. You're not Who the was first. the other smart person? I believe and Adam, you can correct me. Wasn't it Jordan last week? Jordan Rodriguez. I mean, great minds think alike. I'm in good company then. I'm yeah, in good company. I, I believe that she's that just that cranking out great podcast series and coming up with great ideas of where to spend her life. All, yeah, all of that. That's she it. is yeah. she's incredible. It really it makes yeah. it makes I want to be happy for her, but it's also like, all right, can you making me look a little bad? Like here I am, supposed to be like the Rams <laughs> guys, girl and Jordan's just so smart. It's so annoying. Uh, you guys are you guys got a good thing going. <laughs> it's amazing. All right, lastly, DJ, what would yeah. a collage of your life include? Okay, um, so I could do a bunch of different things here. Mm-hmm. Is that one? Okay, mm-hmm. so I would start with my faith is important. So I have my Bible would be a part of my collage. Mm-hmm. The one that would that I have to explain a little bit is a basketball, which okay. you think you're the football guy. Why basketball? Well, right. uh, when I was growing up, my best friend had a hot older sister. Nice. Okay, she's you know. So I go off to college. I come back. Um, my, uh, 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 so it'd be like, yeah, the winter break of my freshman year and my friend is younger than me. So he's still in high school. He goes, Hey dude, you want to come to my high school basketball game? I'm like, dude, I'm in college, bud. Like I don't go to high school basket. This is a college guy. You're he's talking like, my sister to will be there. My sister just broke up with her boyfriend. What, uh, where are you guys playing at? Where yeah, you, uh, where's that going on? <laughs> yeah. So I ended up going that This will give you how old I am. We went and saw Scream. It had just come out. So we wow. went to the basketball game and then went and saw Scream. So basketball kind of helped uh, like kind of launch uh, my wife and I. So the, the basketball will be in there. <gasps> That's a rom-com, DJ. That is a rom-com. It really should be. It should oh, be. It I really should. Um, a minivan because uh, we have we have four kids and we've spent the last however many years in a minivan dropping people off at sporting <laughs> events. And then lastly, it would probably be just a clicker because I'm watching uh, 
enormous amount of tape. So that would be my kind of collage there. I love that. I love that. DJ, that that was a great answer. Thank you so much for your time. I know I had to book you now because draft season is around the corner and you you're booked out. You're like the the hottest restaurant in all of LA. It's like I got to get you 6 months in advance to just try to get some time. No, I'll tell you what. I've all I will always do my best to make as much time as I can for you because we have we this is good content. It's fun, it's enjoyable, and you know what it's like to have like a uh, you have like a friend group and it's like there's part of the friend group you're like eh, i don't really yeah. like but then there's like the cool part right i feel like you know you getting away from atn and then we really can just kind of hang out myself. it's like we kind of pulled the coolness out of the group and just kind of left those other guys over you there. know when I you have probably like a good move the main group chat but then you have your side group chat from yes. the group chat yeah same yes, page, DJ. Yes. Same page. <laughs> yes. Like, oh my gosh, what is Dan wearing? You know, like that's just kind of what happens. Yeah, so. that is just a scheduled text that goes out every <laughs> every single morning. I love it. DJ, so good to see you. Love seeing all you're doing. Guys, make sure you check out the Move the Sticks podcast. I love it. And also all things Rams because, you know, DJ has been pretty right before. He's been on the record here before and he and he hit it out of the park. So so keep following along. Well, I always say it when we when we uh, get together. How uh, I don't feel like I'm old enough to be your dad, but I always say how proud I am of you and how oh, great you're doing. And you're just you're, you're nobody more creative, uh, nobody better at what you do. And I appreciate your friendship. And there he goes. That does it for this week's Ricky's Ram Jam. Thanks so much for tuning in. I am excited. Week 18 is here, and then the playoffs. Oh my God! Let's ram it. 